Hi today and uh, welcome back to, uh, to the podcast. Uh, I'm doing this solo here today. This is uh, Lieutenant Colonel retired Rob Kirkland and this is really kind of a short uh, podcast that I want to talk to you about uh, regarding military propensity and how you demonstrate that during uh, your uh, interviews with the Blue and Gold Officer Field Force Representative uh, or ALO uh, during the, the interview point and then uh, during the uh, uh, interview phase with your uh, member of Congress. Now, um, you know, one of the things I think that, uh, that I see when I work with candidates, either uh, Service Academy or ROTC, is really a, a lack of, um, of knowledge about the military in general. Uh, when I ask them questions like, um, you know, what do you want to do in the Air Force or what do you want to do in the Army? Uh, after you commission, uh, that's often met with a blank stare. Uh, they're not really uh, sure about um, those things. And so the majority of candidates <clears throat> that are going to be interviewing uh, with these uh, uh, representatives from the academy or at the congressional uh, nomination uh, interviews are not going to have very much knowledge of the military uh, nor are they really going to have a heck of a lot of military uh, propensity, meaning, you know, it doesn't, it's not, it's not going to seem to the people interviewing them that they know too much about the military, nor seem to be inclined about the military. Usually uh, when they answer these questions about uh, why they want to do, you know, why they want to be in the military, uh, they'll often answer them by um, stating things like, you know, I want to be, uh, you know, I'm patriotic. My grandfather served in the military. I want to give back to my country. Uh, generalities like that. Uh, and while that's great, and I think that's you know certainly a pat answer that most uh, ROTC that most ROTC and service academy applicants give, it would be really great to be able to go further than that. Uh, in other words, by increasing your knowledge of the military. And uh, you do that through, you know, study, through understanding the military, through the internet. And uh, the internet's just got great uh, resources on uh, the various services and, and the specialties and all the things that the services offer. So, you know, you should have a great idea before you go into these interviews about kind of what specialty areas you are and what really each of the services actually do. Uh, the Army, Navy, and Air Force. Uh, for example, oftentimes when I deal with uh, Air Force ROTC or Air Force Academy applicants, they'll state uh, that they want to be a pilot. Same thing with the Navy, that they want to be a, a, a pilot. And I try to explain to them a couple of things. One is that the Air Force is a lot more, and the Navy, it's a lot more than just being pilot. So by stating that you just want to be a pilot and fly a jet, you know, while that's good and you have kind of a focus on, on what you want to do, uh, that really doesn't uh, give uh, the person interviewing you uh, a good feeling that you know that the service is a lot more than just that, that there's a lot more uh, specialties uh, in these services than just flying a jet aircraft. The other thing to consider is that your interviewer may not be a pilot. And if you simply state that you want to be a pilot in the Air Force uh, and you don't have any acknowledgement that there are other uh, specialties in the Air Force, that person may take slight offense to the fact that, you know, you don't really have an appreciation of other 
specialties in, in the military. So that's, so that's sort of what I wanted to talk about, at least initially. But the, the main point of this podcast is, is, uh, is demonstrating military proficiency beyond knowledge. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is, uh, is, is about, you know, joining organizations uh, that demonstrate your military propensity. And I've already cut a podcast on the, on, on the, that you see a couple of episodes for on Civil Air Patrol, where, you know, you can join as a cadet uh, as a, a high schooler, or junior high schooler, wear an Air Force uniform and, uh, and learn more about what the Air Force is all about through the Civil Air Patrol cadet program. The Navy has similar, uh, has similar uh, program uh, as well as the Marine Corps. Uh, you see cadets, for example, or young Marines. And uh, programs have junior ROTC programs if, you, if that's part of your, uh, what you have in high school. But there are a number of organizations outside of formal high school programs where you can demonstrate this military proficiency or military propensity, I should say. And so why is this important? Because you can wear, because what I encourage all my candidates to do is wear the uniform at the interview itself. So if you're going in front of uh, the, con the congressional interview, go in your uniform, go in your Civil Air Patrol uniform or your young Marine uniform or your uh, sea cadet uniform. Uh, so, that is a tangible way to demonstrate that you have military propensity, that you are a person who is interested in the military, that knows more about the military than just having these kind of general uh, ideas about uh, what the military is all about. So you demonstrate that through that. And you become the only candidate probably that, you, that is interviewing that has, that does this. And that's going to make a very, very positive impression on the person that uh, are uh, are interviewing you, whether that's you know an academy representative or a uh, or a congressional representative. I encourage all of my college um, uh, applicants to join uh, ROTC uh, in their college to learn more about ROTC. And we we did a podcast on. Uh, ROTC and the service academies and, and wearing that uniform uh, while you're doing your interview in order to be able to show that military propensity. So I really think that this is a area that's really, really overlooked by a lot of candidates and one where, you know, you can do a small uh, uh, increase in your efforts by joining one of these organizations, getting a uniform, learning how to wear the uniform, learning a little bit about the military and appearing in uniform during your um, interview in order to really give you kind of an edge with other candidates uh, overall. So it's something that I really think you can, you should look into uh, that I highly recommend. And I think it can make a difference uh, in you gaining a nomination and eventual appointment to a service academy. So we'll see you next time. That was a short one today, but uh, hopefully it was uh, helpful to you. Thanks.